find this to be my authority. Truth comes from the Word of God. 66 books that God gave to us. The Bible is very, 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 very careful and very specific. You don't mess with the Word of God that's given to us. You don't add to it. You don't take away from it. You listen to what it says. It's important that we do that. It's important that we don't we don't go away from the word. And the devil would love nothing better than to deceive you. And when I think about the devil, I think that often people have a Hollywood version of him in their mind. You've probably heard me say that again uh, before, and I will say it again. A lot of people, their idea of Christianity, of God and the devil, comes from what they see on TV. And that's kind of... It's kind of a scary thing, especially anymore. Um, I, ha- I heard a devotional this week that says that said that back in the 20s, the 30s and 40s, there was actually a, a board that sat and met to look to see that all things that were put on the film in the movies and on television was would not deprave people morally and there was there were ministers that sat on that board isn't that hard to believe um and that they made sure that if there was a bad guy in the the story that he found justice and that morals were conveyed and that things like Sexual immorality were kept off, and nudity were kept off of television and out of movies. And I just find it interesting that that we we live in a totally different world, don't we? Um, but it was still a depraved world then, and it's still a depraved world today. And if if where where our main influence on what we believe about spirituality comes from what television and movies has to say we're in trouble because don't picture that the devil is a little guy with a pitchfork following you around um, trying to get you to do to, to make the wrong choice no 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 his his job is deception To lead you away from the truth of the standard of the word of God. And I read in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 13 it says, For such are, 
Actually, let me back up to verse 12. But what I do, I will also continue to do, that I may cut off the opportunity for those who desire an opportunity to be regarded just as we are in the things of which they boast. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for hate Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose ends will be according to their work. So I look at that passage and I see that, okay, I'd like to talk about the devil today. The king deceiver, his job, his his agenda is to deceive you. And and I've had people that'll that'll argue with me. They'll say, no, no, the devil, he's trying to get you to worship him. He's trying to get you to sin. He's trying to get you to do wrong. Guess what? We're already sinners, right? We have a sin nature. We're pretty good at sinning all by ourselves. Now, the devil knows that if he can deceive you, that he can keep you from really reading the book. And be careful, because there are some people that'll take a verse out, and they'll, they'll get like stuck on one verse, and they won't look at the whole counsel of God. And they'll try to lead you astray. Or there, there are people that would try to confuse you about what the book says. They might even use good, good talk, you know, nice words to try and deceive, to, to get you to believe a lie. And so in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 13, I see, first of all, that there's false apostles out there. Uh, the apostle, the word apostle has the idea of the one who is sent. And so it's very, the word apostle is very, very similar to our word missionary. And, and we know what, um, what missionaries are. They are people who have, they feel that God has sent them out into the world to share the message of the gospel of Christ, to, to establish and grow the church around the world. Some people he's called to be some people God is called to be apostles. Some he's called to be missionaries. He's called to be preachers, teachers, servants, encouragers, and he's called you to be something as a child of His. We we all can't can't be missionaries. We need some people to stay back home and pray for those missionaries and support those missionaries, and that's very very important. We all can't be ministers. We all can't be teachers. We can all be the children of God. But it says here, the devil has for himself false apostles. 
People who, who might look like they're trying to do what is right, that they're being sent by God, but they're not. Also, deceitful workers. The devil would love to put someone into your life, to place them, them it, maybe sitting next to you, and convince you that what, they're, what you're doing, even if it's opposed to the, to the Bible, to the Word of God, is good. Deceitful workers who it might have a form of godliness, but their end is destruction. They're pretending to be good, but their work has to do with deceit, lies, against the truth. We need to be wary of that. And, and how, how can you be sure in your heart that what you hear if it's true or not. You've got to go back to the Word of God. You've got to open this book. You've got to read it. And you've got to know what you believe and why you believe it. Because those there are those in there, out in the world, who may even pretend to be godly, but will try to take you away from the truth. So you've got, you've got to know your Bible. Um. I've got a plan for next year. And part of my plan is for us as a church to really commit to reading through the Bible. And someone came to me and they, they said, um, Pastor Scott, I'd like, I like want to read through the Bible in a year and I need to help. And, and I said, I got something. And I said, I, I really would like to put this into practice for next year. And so in the bulletin, the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have this sheet of paper. Now that sheet of paper, it's going to have a reading plan to read through the Bible in one year. And I'm going to ask everybody to take one and to keep it in their Bible and just to mark it off. So they read the whole Bible in a year. And I'd love to come back with a hundred sheets of paper and a hundred people have said, I read through the Bible this year completely. Wouldn't that be awesome if we could have a hundred people in our church Read through the Bible in one year. Well, I'm going to try and give us a plan and, and something to help us do that. A little chart. And then I'm going to try and keep us accountable by reminding us of that often. And then I'll try to reward us at the end. So get a plan. Keep you accountable. And give you a reward at the end if you do it. I think that'd be very, very important. So that when someone comes to you and they say, say, uh, this is what I believe about, about God. And, and this is what I think about God. And you can go, well, what does the Bible say? What do we believe as a church body? And I tell you what, it's going to be founded on the truth of the word of God. We're going to try and keep lies on the outside. Verse 14 says, And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. The devil, Satan, is against you. He might want to look good, but he is your enemy. And I read this book, and in reading this book, 
I see that the day of triumph that we are looking for is the day that our Lord and Savior takes our enemy, the deceiver, and casts him into outer darkness. And that lake of fire that was created for the devil, that's where he belongs. And everyone who chooses to follow him will spend all of eternity there. Now our goal is to try and save as many people as we as we can. But as I look, Jesus Christ said in John chapter 8 and verse 44, he was a liar and a murderer from the beginning. Let's just look at look at that passage. Because Jesus was talking to some people that evening. And in that passage of scripture, it was talking about the Jesus had, was talking about the truth. In verse in chapter eight and verse thirty-two, he says, "And you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free." It's important that we know we know the truth. And how do we know the truth? According to verse thirty-one, it says, "If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth." And the truth will set you free. And then in John chapter 8 and verse 42, it says, Jesus said to them, if, you, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. What you do, why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word, you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Because I tell you the truth, and you do not believe me. Which of, which of you convicts me of sin? And I tell you the truth. Why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears God's word. Therefore, you do not hear him. Because you are not of God. The truth of the matter is, is that, that we find truth in the words of Jesus Christ. In the Bible. I believe this in my heart. If you want to believe something, you can find someone who is teaching it. And the devil would love nothing more than to have you uh, have you listen to that. Now, yesterday I was vacuuming here at the church. And I was, I was doing some vacuuming, cleaning some stuff up, and I was listening um, to some to to somebody talk about what's going on in college basketball because I wanted to know because I I like college basketball. And in the middle of that, a commercial came on. And in the middle of that radio thing that I was listening to, a commercial came on, and it was this woman who was talking about how. She knew 
that if she prayed to the earth, the earth could give her healing. I go, hmm. I said, hmm. And she said, if you if you looked up and you followed her program, and she felt it in her spirit, she could feel the healing vibes that came from the earth. I said, hmm. No. Just because you got a good feeling doesn't mean that feeling is from God. We have the Holy Spirit that lives in us and He teaches us. And that teaching had better line up with the Word of God. Because the devil would love nothing better than to, to use fancy words that sound really good to draw you away. And he loved to use people. He loved to use them to draw you away from the truth. And we find the truth in Jesus Christ that he is the one and only Son of God. In verse four, in verse 14, it says that Satan is the angel of light. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, and verse 14, it says, No wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. He'd like to look good. He'd like to look appealing. He would love for you to believe the lie. I always wonder. We have a problem in our country, a big problem. And it's a problem all throughout the world. And that's the influence of drugs and alcohol on people. And as I think about it, I think, why, why would anyone want to end up like someone who is addicted to drugs. Someone who is addicted to alcohol. And to see the end. Well, it's a lie that, that would try to convince you that those things will give you pleasure. And those things are what you need. And the, the, the devil would love nothing better than to deceive you into making you making those things look good. Why would anyone like to follow a false religion? I, I put up, up here the idea of the Mormons to lead you away from the truth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came down to this earth to die on the cross for your sins. Or the Muslim who would try to try to get you away from the idea that Jesus Christ is the one and only Savior. There, that, and that you have to do five pillars to a please Allah. The Bible says, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to Jesus Christ's mercy, he saves us. Galatians chapter 1. 
in verse 8 says, But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. That's right. That's absolutely right. And you look at all these false religions that are out there. And I spent some time reading and, and looking at them this year. I've, it's amazing how many of them, you have a guy like Joseph Smith who says, an angel of light, who like Muhammad, an angel of light. In so many of these cults, an angel of light. What does the Bible say? Right here in Galatians chapter 1 and verse 8, the word of God, it says, if anyone comes and tries to bring you another gospel, let him be, what's it say there? Accursed. This is what I believe. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. The devil would love nothing more than to, to let you think that he looks good, that, that his deception is something that you should pay attention to. Don't give it a second thought. If... if and this is something that as we were looking in our More Than Conquerors group, it really hit me. Matt brought this up. And I was very thankful that night that Matt brought it up. He said, he's, it says there that they're not from the book of, is it Third John, I believe? Or it's Second John, I'm not sure. But it says that if they even come to your, don't even entertain them in your house. Right? If, if they are trying to promote Something outside of the truth of the word of God. Don't give them the time of day. Don't give the devil the time of day. Your salvation is found in Jesus Christ. And if someone's trying to pull you away from the truth of the word of God. Don't entertain them. In verse 15 of 2 Corinthians chapter 11, it says, Devil's ministers transform into ministers of righteousness. Therefore, it says, Therefore, it is, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. As I look at this, it says, it says that there are going to be people and the devil's got his people who would love to deceive you. And they might even come in and they might even do try to do good things, say good things to, to try and make you think that they have some form of spirituality. But they're leading you away from Jesus Christ, leading you away from the truth. There, there, there's some there's some something that I'm very, very, that's very, very, very important to me. As I talk to people, I, I know people that I should walk away from. If they want to sound spiritual, 
But they don't want to focus on Jesus Christ and the transforming power that He can provide you and the truth of the Word of God. Just walk away. Don't entertain it. We need to we need to keep our focus on the truth. Not listen to the, the devil. It says, it says, their end will be according to their works. We we quoted this morning, the wages of sin is death. In Sunday school, we looked at a verse. Carlton brought it brought it up this morning in Sunday school. He said, Be be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. Whose end? I, I asked that question to myself. Whose end is this talking about? Well, it's the end of the false teachers. When, when they go out and they're they teaching things that are contrary to the word of God. So, if we have a doctorate, if, if the Bible has a doctorate, I don't want to say we, because there may be something that, that we have wrong in, in our thinking. I, there may be something that I have wrong, but I know that this book is always right. And I'm always learning. I'm always growing. But I know, I know whom I have believed in and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. I know it comes from this book. And I know that's the truth. I keep my eyes focused on Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 12 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. That's who I look to. That's, my, that's who my source of truth comes in. And I have this source. If somebody comes to me and they said, I've got this feeling. You know, I, I, I feel something. I don't care about your feeling. I care about what God says. I care about what Jesus Christ says in the word of God. I don't want to believe the lie. Because our, our adversary, the devil, he's going to send out people to try and steer you away from the truth about the word of God. The end of the devil, Satan. I look forward to that, that day when he'll be finished. And his demons. We talked about this on Wednesday night. And, and if you were here, you're going to hear it again. And, and if you weren't, you, you can... Judgment day is coming. I believe literally the Bible. And I believe that the next thing that we have on our calendars as Christians is that Jesus Christ is going to call the church home, and I can't wait for that day. And I believe that seven there will be seven years of tribulation here on the earth. The devil will try to set up his kingdom, but God is going to send a series of, of punishments, judgments upon the earth. And at the end of those seven years, King Jesus will literally step down on planet earth, and set up his kingdom for a thousand years. At the end of those thousand years, 
The devil is going to be released for a season. But his time is short. And if there's one thing I look forward to, it's that the Bible says that I am going to sit in judgment for Satan and his angels, his demons. And I'm going to watch as they are thrown into the lake of fire and gone forever. Can't wait. Because I, I tire of sin. It's almost a daily thing where I will be sitting and people will be doing something wrong that makes me feel very uncomfortable because I, I'm getting to the point where I just don't feel comfortable around outright sin. I don't feel comfortable around men who make crude jokes. I don't feel comfortable around, around turning on the news and hearing about the tragedies of sin that are ruining this world. I don't feel comfortable, and I look forward to the day that the deceiver will be judged. But I don't look forward to the day where the rest of the world is going to be judged in that great white throne judgment. There's not a person in this room, there's not a person that was here this morning, this morning I gave a gospel message from John chapter 4 about eternal life and about the living water that can make you clean from your sins. And I don't want to miss an opportunity to share the gospel. I was very excited at, at Thanksgiving that one of my uncles, my dad's brother-in-law, brought up a conversation about God. And I know that my dad's, there's another one of my dad's brothers who was there. My uncle Dean, we call him the bad guy. And that's the name my uncle Donnie came up with him a long time ago. But the bad guy, Uncle Dean, has a big, it's take my dad and make him four inches taller and give him a ponytail going halfway down his back. And, and um, Give him, lower his voice about two octaves, and you've got my, my Uncle Dean. My Uncle Dean doesn't know the Lord and his wife, Marge. Marge has been in the hospital a couple times this year, and I've gotten to visit her and pray with her and pray with my Uncle Dean. And me and my Uncle Dean talk a lot more. I, the only memory I have outside of Christmas and Thanksgiving of my Uncle Dean when I was a child was seeing him drunk on the street one time. And I was very glad that Uncle Dean got to hear about the Lord at Thanksgiving table. And I'm hoping he'll hear again at Christmas. You know what I, I'm praying for this year? My Uncle Dean's salvation. Because I don't want to see him at the great white throne judgment not knowing Christ. I'll happily watch as, as our deceiver, the demons, are thrown in the lake of fire. But I want to keep sharing the gospel with the people that I know. Because I don't want that for anybody else. There's something we got to do. We've got to combat the devil.
Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Second Corinthians chapter four. Verses two and six. Say, but we have renounced the hidden things, things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. There are some people that can take the word of God and try to twist it and try to make you think that your relationship with God is based on something that the Bible doesn't say. But by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. In verse 6 it says, For it is the God... Who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. We've got to expose the darkness to the light. I'm telling you right now. If anyone comes with any other gospel, if the devil is trying to deceive you. The best and most important thing you can do is expose darkness to the light. When the devil would try to deceive you, would try to tell you something that is false, open up the word of God. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus Christ, the light of the world. If someone begins to say to you, this is what this is what I believe. This is what I think. And they want to twist the word of God. If they want to manipulate it. If they want to get you off course. Stay grounded and stay focused. Then you got to know what you believe and why you believe. So when the devil attacks. You can know for certain that you're resting in the truth. And the truth comes from God's word. Stay focused on that. Know it, believe it, and live it. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that you might help us to expose the darkness to the light of the truth, the word of God. Lord, um, I challenge the church tonight. Lord, I asked and said I'd love to see a hundred people that would read through the word of God on a Sunday morning. We have over a hundred people every day, every week. And I'd love to see a hundred members in this church completely read through the word of God. Say, Lord, I'll take up that challenge. I'll read the Bible. I'll know what I believe. And Lord, I just pray that you'll help us to expose the darkness to the light, to not even entertain. But when people are saying things that are false, we'll know to, to give them the truth founded in the life of Jesus Christ. And that they'll know the truth and the truth will set them free. And they might have the courage just to walk away 
from that which is false and walk away from deception. Lord, to be grounded in the truth of the Word of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.